going on, everyone? My name is Jamon McKinney, or you can just call me Juice because that is my nickname. On today's show, I am joined by a Washington football team fan. His name is Ed Oliver. By the way, guys, I appreciate all you that watch my Washington football team content. Those are actually usually the videos that you know, skyrocket as far as views go. Every time I talk about Chase Young, Dwayne Haskins, and the Washington football team, those those videos and those episodes tend to do very well on my algorithm. So I figured, why not bring in a fellow fan of the team to discuss, you know, the overall team and the outlook for the Washington football team going forward. So I'm joined by Ed Oliver. Once again, Ed Oliver is a YouTuber himself. You can find him on YouTube. Just type in Ed Oliver, Washington football. You will find Ed Oliver on YouTube. I will put that link in the description as well. You can also follow him on Twitter. His Twitter is at E-D-T-O-O-O-F-L-A-T-T. His Instagram is E-D-D-Y-D-E-L-N-E-G-R-O. On today's show, we're going to talk about Dwayne Haskins, Chase Young, Ron Rivera, how how this offense is going to look this year, how this defense is going to look this year. And we also will discuss who is going to win the NFC East during the 2020 NFL season. So without further ado, I present to you guys a very good show with Ed Oliver, a fan of the Washington football team. Also, you can find the Juice Alert on YouTube as well as podcasting platforms. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and leave me a good rating and review if you're feeling kind. Hope you guys enjoy. Okay, we are officially live, and we're joined by a lifelong Washington football fan. His name is Ed Oliver. You guys can check him out on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel where he just talks about the Washington football team and basically all D.C. sports. He talks about the Wizards. He's a Wizards fan as well. So, Ed, thanks for coming on the show, man. How you doing? Anytime, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, man. It's it's great, man. We've been trying to get this going for a little while, so... It's great to be on, man. Hell, hell, it's crazy with a football team, man. Hell to the football team. Gotcha, gotcha. So tell people a little about your channel. We'll get started. Um, yeah, so make sure you guys check it out. Ed Oliver. Um, if you type in a search, you know, Ed Oliver, you know, it used to be the team name from before. But um, you can find me on YouTube. Do Redskins. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. Word. Now you're good, man. We'll, we'll make some mistakes throughout this, this little stream. <laughs> I don't know how people are, you know, about the word. But, um, yeah, if you type in Ed Oliver Washington football team, you can definitely find me um, on YouTube. I do Wizards content, all DC sports. Um, so check me out. I started back in, like, 2018. I've been doing it for two years, two and a half years now. I've got, like, 7,000 subscribers. So it's getting, it's, getting, it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. It's been a fun ride, though. So, what made you become a fan of the Washington football team? You know, how long have you been a fan? Ever since I'm bo- I've been born, man. Um, Burgundy and Gold. I believe Burgundy and Gold. My dad was a uh, he was a Skins fan. He had season tickets, so I went to a lot of games, good amount of games, and uh, been through it all. So I've been been you know been a fan for twenty some years. I didn't get to witness the Super Bowl years in the heyday, but, you know, I'm still a fan. You know, it's been rough, but I'm still a fan. Got it, got it. Let's talk about the new name. It's good. This team is now officially called the Washington Football Team. Now, obviously, uh, some people were hesitant about the name change. Obviously, Daniel Snyder was pretty hesitant about the name change as well, but his pocketbooks was kind of being affected. So, what can you say? He was forced to change the name. And I will say this, the history of the team is not really going anywhere. And we've seen teams like the Pelicans, the Rays, and the Titans. They used to be called the Oilers. They've had to change their name in the past as well, obviously for different reasons. Um, I feel like that nowadays, some fans are a little bit salty about the name change. I understand that. And personally, I didn't have a whole lot of problems with the names. I, the name, I understand that some people did. But that's just really not my space to discuss why the name should be changed. And if it should be changed, I'm just going to kind of take a step back about that. But, you know, we're embracing change nowadays due to the Black Lives Matter movement and things of that nature. And, yeah, the, the, there's going to be a new quote-unquote era for this team based on the name change. Now, I understand that this is kind of a temporary name, potentially. But what are your thoughts on, you know, the name change for the team? Um, it's a lot, man. Like you said, it's, it's 
not my place either. But, you know, I, I know there's some Native Americans that love the name and embrace the name. There's some Native Americans who are, who have been Washington fans since, you know, the 1970s, 80s, you know, back in the day with Joe Gibbs and, and all those good times. So, uh, it's a lot of mixed, a lot of mixed reviews. You know, there was uh, a Washington Post article that came out. It was like nine out of 10 uh, Native Americans weren't offended, but, you know, they, they have kind of, gone against that article or whatever so but 2020 has been a crazy year you know ever since like you said the, the black lives black lives matter movement and other things have happened this year you know tearing down statues you know on jemima is not um in stores anymore so there's just a lot of things going on they're going to change uh they're talking about changing the chiefs other teams the cleveland indians so you know i, I feel like it's gonna if you're gonna target washington i feel like they should do every every single team and you know i don't want it to just be just be the washington team you know they should go after other teams as well but um i understand i understand why it's changed you know i feel if it's offensive to somebody then then you know go ahead and, and change it i i get it i get why i understand why um but yeah I'm, I'm still gonna be a fan and snyder you know he said never in all caps and you know never say never so it, it happens so it's crazy man i, I hope they change the name to hopefully Red Wolves or something like that. Hopefully they change that. Yeah, I like the Red Wolves name as well. So yeah, we'll transition to the football side of things. I want to get. I want to talk about this right off the bat. Obviously, a lot of people have mixed emotions about Dwayne Haskins. Personally, I believe in Dwayne Haskins. I did a film analysis on his whole season. I felt that he was a very good quarterback when he was coming out of Ohio State. I think he's going to be a top ten quarterback one day once he, you know, kind of reaches his full potential. I believe in Dwayne Haskins. Now, a lot of people have given up on Haskins, even some, you know, Washington football team fans. And I think what people have, to, people have to realize is the team last year was not very good. You guys were picking number two overall for a reason. You know, the team was just not that good. Bad offensive line. I know Terry McLaurin is great, but outside of Terry McLaurin, there wasn't a whole lot of weapons getting open for Dwayne Haskins. He didn't really have a tight end. I know how you feel about Jeremy Sprinkle, okay, and things of that nature. Yeah, and, I mean, Dwayne Haskins was put into a situation playing for a coach that did not want him. And it'd be one thing if he were, like, I don't know, a 10-year veteran, but He's a rookie quarterback that started one year of college football. That is not putting your quarterback in position to succeed. And, you know, I feel like that sort of, when we look at rookie quarterbacks, just take the success as house money because we've seen guys like Peyton Manning throw 28 interceptions his rookie season. John Elway struggled. Steve Young struggled. Heck, Jared Goff a couple years ago. People thought that he was an absolute bust. And then we saw once he got the right head coach for it, for him, what, once the, once the Rams got the right, right head coach for him, he was playing like an MVP candidate on his way to a Super Bowl. And you mean to tell me Dwayne Haskins isn't as talented as Jared Goff? I beg to differ. So look, I'm going to let you kind of take the floor about this, Ed. I've defended Dwayne Haskins on this channel a lot. Tell people why you, tell people how you feel about Dwayne Haskins. Do you believe he's the future? And what are you looking for as far as Dwayne Haskins development this year? I 100% agree with you, man. I, I thank you for, for putting your neck out there and defending my skins, man. I really do. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks have struggled. You know, Rome wasn't building today. And people got to understand that, you know, quarterbacks aren't aren't going to develop in one year, one season. You know, even, like you said, Alex Smith, Peyton Manning struggled his, his first year. Troy Aikman was awful his rookie season. There's so Jared Goff was awful his rookie season. There's so many quarterbacks who are good nowadays that struggle their rookie year, you know, and if you just give up on a quarterback after one season, then um, that's, a, that's a terrible way to run an organization, in my opinion. So you got to give a quarterback time. This quarterback, Aaron Rodgers sat down for three years. Pat Mahomes sat down for a year behind Alex Smith. So you got to learn and uh, become a good, it takes time. It takes time to become a good quarterback. It's just, it's just like the NBA. It takes time to become a good basketball player. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be Michael Jordan out for a rookie season. It's just not going to happen. So it takes, to become a good quarterback, it really takes three years. Like, you know, like you look at Trubisky, even though he's been playing bad, you still got to give that man two to three years to see what he can really do. Now, if they're going out there like Ryan Lee throwing one touchdown, 18 picks, then yeah, I would give up on that guy maybe his rookie year. But Dwayne Haskins, he lost a lot of weight this offseason. You know, 216, he's down to 216 pounds. He's lean. He's faster. He's more mobile. He can be more of a dual threat quarterback. Um, so he can run for a first time. I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be a running quarterback, but he can definitely move around the pocket a lot better than what he did last year. Showing that he's in shape. He's locked in. He's been working out with every receiver 
known the man. Terrell, Terrell Owens, Ocho Singh, he's worked out with Antonio Brown, he's worked out with Jerry Judy, he's worked out with the guys on his team, Terry McLaurin. So he's been locked in, he's been focused focused this summer, so I've been happy to see that. I think he's ready to, to make, take his game to the next level. I believe in Dwayne Haskins. I think he can be a great quarterback, a Pro Bowl quarterback in the future. Um, I think he has, a tool, he, he has the tools, he has the arm talent. Um, you know, we saw what he did at Ohio State. 50 touchdowns in one season, you know, that doesn't grow on trees. That's, that's hard to do, man. I'm telling you. No other quarterback Ohio State did that, that I've, that I've seen the last 20, 30 years. You know, so, uh, Dwayne Haskins, he has the talent. He just needs a coach that believes in him. And when he gets that, because he had terrible coaching last year, like you said, the guys last year didn't know what they were doing. That's why they got fired. And um, I think they had, they had you know, some of the coach that got fired didn't even want Dwayne Haskins, didn't even like Dwayne Haskins. So we got a guy in Ron Rivera that I think believes in Dwayne Haskins and a coach staff that believes in him. And I think he'll make that, that sophomore jump this, this season. So I'm excited to see him play. I'm really excited to see him play. Yeah, I kind of agree with most of the things that you said. I kind of tend to agree. You have to kind of evaluate quarterbacks by year number three. Uh, I know you talked about Mr. Trubisky, but that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of out on Trubisky is because it's his third year and he's not really developing properly. I understand that Chicago, you know, is responsible for that as well, but I never was a huge Trubisky fan in the first place. But, yeah, I feel like rookie year is kind of the growing year. Sophomore year, I want to see your development. Third year, I kind of want to see the final product out there. So I think that Dwayne Haskins this year, he's going to show a lot of improvement. And last year, you know, the first two appearances, he was not that good. He was not put in a position to succeed. I will say that. But even if he was put in a position to succeed, let's just say that he was off his first two appearances. After that, post-Jay Gruden, Dwayne Haskins played pretty good football considering what was around him, you know. Of the last three games of the season, five touchdowns, one interception, I saw growth and development within that season despite dysfunction. That gives me a lot of hope that Dwayne Haskins can continue that momentum into this year. Do you kind of agree? Oh, yes, sir. He was rookie a week against the Eagles. He threw two, two touchdowns, no picks. He stopped turning over the football. So the first two games, he turned over the football. When when the new coaching staff came in, he finally started games. He threw seven touchdowns, three picks. His QBR rating skyrocketed from what it was before when he was throwing in the second half. The Giants came before he got injured. I want to say he was like 12 for 13, 12 for 15, two touchdowns before he got hurt. Uh, Eagles game, he played, played his butt off, 261 yards passing, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, had a nice read option for 26 yards. So he showed that he could play at an NFL that, at a high level and that he was able to win games. He beat the Panthers, uh, he beat the Lions, he had a game winning drive against the Lions. Uh, where he took the selfie. So he showed a lot of growth, and that's what you want to see. You want to see growth from the quarterback. I think every game he got better, he improved. He showed some type of improvement each game. So that's what I like from the way I had. Yep, yep. And I think that Ron Rivera does believe in Dwayne Haskins. I know that he has not officially given Dwayne Haskins the job, but he's, but there's a reason why he did not bring in Cam Newton. He wants to get a good look at Dwayne Haskins and say, hey, let's evaluate Dwayne Haskins. Let's see what we got right here. And Ron Rivera is not the type of coach that's going to hand a job to someone. But I do think that Ron Rivera is going to give Dwayne Haskins every opportunity to win that starting job. Now, obviously, he brought in Kyle Allen as the backup quarterback, presumably. And I understand why. You know, he won games with Kyle Allen last year when Cam Newton was hurt. Kyle Allen looked solid in some games. So I understand why he brought him in. And obviously, Alex Smith is making a comeback this year. Um, so it's kind of sort of a real quarterback competition. I won't, I won't say officially kind of a quarterback competition because the vibes I'm getting is that it's Dwayne Haskins' job to lose. So what are your thoughts on Kyle Allen and Alex Smith? Obviously, I'm a huge fan of the fact that Alex Smith came back from that, you know, bad injury on his leg. You know, he's a warrior. He's a guy that should be respected. And the last time we saw Alex Smith, he was playing some good football. Now, will he be that same Alex Smith from when he was playing good football due to his injury? I'm not quite sure. But, yeah, talk about the overall quarterback room in Washington. Yeah, it's, it become, it became a little bit more interesting. I'm not going to say a little bit, a lot more interesting because Alex Smith is actually playing. There was actually a notification I got this morning uh, reported by NBC Sports Washington that said Alex Smith impressed in the four training camp workouts that they've had so far. Now, he has not – nobody's done contact workout yet workouts yet but you know they have done you know off the field drills and things and they said that he's moving around pretty well so it's still um oh i just got another kid jamal crawford's not playing for your nets tonight so i just had to throw that out oh boy (laughs) but um yeah so there was actually a report this morning that said alex smith was um 
they were impressed by how he was working out the past four days. So if that is actually true and Alex Smith is able to put up a fight against Dwayne Haskins, it makes it a lot more interesting. Now, Kyle Allen, he knows the playbook. You know, he was with the Panthers last year. He actually played pretty decently at times when Cam Newton first got hurt, and then he was brought back down to earth. And I think they lost like what, five, six games in a row or something like that, something crazy. So um, it, it, it is an interesting competition. I think I think we all, I think the majority believe that Dwayne Haskins will come out as the winner because he's worked so hard. If he just lost another play, well, he's, he's just more talented than Alex Smith. He's, he's more talented than uh, Kyle Allen. So he really should win the competition. But we all know Alex Smith. There's there, Each quarterback has their different advantage. Alex Smith is a veteran. He's been there before. He's a three-time Pro Bowl quarterback. You know, he, everywhere he's gone, he's won games. Even though he's a check-down game manager quarterback, he won games with the Chiefs. He went to the playoffs. He went to the playoffs with the Niners before Kaepernick took his job. Then he went to, you know, like I said, he went to the Chiefs, lost his job to Pat Holmes. He still went to the playoffs, but he just lost his job. Where hopefully, you know, if history repeats itself, he loses the job to Haskins, and Haskins can break out like Mahomes did or how like Kaepernick did for about three years. Kyle Allen has a little bit of an advantage because he knows the playbook with Scott Turner and the Panthers. But I really believe Haskins should win. The only person who I could see if Alex Smith somehow becomes 100% healthy somewhere out of nowhere is because Alex Smith is a veteran. He knows how to win games. He's a game manager. And when he was healthy, uh, we actually, we were winning games. We were 6-3 and three before he broke his leg. And he knows, he, I, I got to give up, I got to tip my head out. He knows how to win games. I'll give him that. It might be a check down. He might throw the ball for 100 yards, but he knows how to win a game. I'll give him that. But um, I think Haskins should win. I think Haskins should win off the arm talent. He's worked hard. He's in, he's in the best shape of his life. Uh, lost about 20 pounds. And I think he's really locked in and, and learned the playbook. I think the offense is really good for Dwayne Haskins, Scott Turner, um, the Air Coryell offense. I think, it, I think it fits the Haskins pretty well. Yeah, I totally agree, and I believe Dwayne Haskins is the future, but we shall see how he fares this year in sort of a mini quarterback competition. Now, I want to talk about Ron Rivera. I think that the fact that Daniel Snyder got a coach like Ron Rivera was kind of honestly shocking to me. You know, I was very, you know, questionable about Dwayne Haskins' future and this team's future because I didn't know who the coach was going to be, and Ron Rivera, I think he's a pretty darn good coach, you know, and... Everyone, you know, kind of, you know, gravitates towards the Sean McVeighs, the Kyle Shanahan's, and, and you know, I like those guys as well, but Raul Rivera is a true leader. He's a guy that changes the cultures. You know, he's a guy that's going to establish a culture, come in, he's, no, he's a no-nonsense guy, and I believe that he's the type of leader that can guide a, a franchise and an organization. That's kind of why I think Washington really needed, due to the fact that Daniel Snyder at times doesn't know what he's doing. You know, I think that Ron Rivera's done an excellent job, you know, from based on the things I've been hearing this offseason. And listen, Ron Rivera won a lot of games in a very competitive division. You know, recently, the last in the last five years, we've seen the Falcons get to a Super Bowl. You know, the Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints, they've been very good for a long time. And he got to a Super Bowl with Cam Newton and the Panthers and went 15-1. and I do believe that I see some similarities from the foundation of this team to that 15-1 Panthers team. Very good defensive front. Um, I think that Dwayne Haskins is a confident quarterback with a big time arm, very similar to Cam Newton. Now he's not, he's not the same type of quarterback as Cam, but I see a little bit of similarities in the arm talent, you know, kind of the way they play, just a, just a tad bit. And I think that Ron Rivera is a t- the type of coach that can turn around this football team. I believe it's a great fit. And I believe that Ron Rivera is going to turn this team into a contender one day. What are your thoughts on Ron Rivera as the head coach? Uh, I love the hire. I do, I, and I know, I know it's different because he is a defensive-minded head coach, and you would think that we would try to bring an offensive-minded head coach to develop Dwayne Haskins and, and help the uh, offense out. But um, you know, saying that we had the second pick of the draft, and Chase Young was, you know, the guy who was probably going to be number two after uh, Joe Burrow, I think it was a great decision. Uh, bringing in Jack Del Rio was a was a great decision as well by Dan Snyder. I think he. The, this this hiring around there and, and Jack Del Rio probably were the best decisions he's made in a long time as the owner. And Ron Rivera is going to change the culture. He was a two-time coach of the year with the Panthers. He was great. He was a great coach for Cam Newton. Uh, he, he suspended Cam Newton for a half or sat him down and benched him for not wearing a tie to the game. So, you know, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy, a military guy. 
even though he's a disciplinarian, they, a lot of players say that he's a player's coach, which is a good mix. And I think he's great for Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins needs to, he, he has a lot of maturing that he has to do because he's still only 22 years old. You know, so he has, he has a lot of growing up to do. And I think Ron Rivera is a great, is a great coach, a great example for these young guys. We're a young team right now. Chase Young, our best players are Chase Young, a rookie, Terry McLaurin, second year guy, um, Darius Geist, very young. The only veterans that we have that make big plays is probably Adrian Peterson and Kerrigan and Sheriff. You know, most of, most of the guys on our team are really young. Montez Sweat, you know, Steve Sims, guys like that are, are mostly young guys. So I think Ron Rivera is a great coach for, for this team. Defense wins champions, championships like the old cliche. And, uh, I think we just, we just need to build a culture. You know, the stuff that came out with the article, you know, Ron Rivera is not going to, he's a, he's a no nonsense kind of guy. None, none of that stuff is going to happen under his watch. And um, he, he's, he's, he's the guy that we need. All this craziness, the controversy with the name change, the terrible article that came out, this is probably the best coach because the guy we had before, <laughs> if he was the coach right now, we'd probably go 0-16. But with, with Ron Rivera, I think, you know, we can write the ship. It's going to take time. It's going to take it's going to take about two or three years for us to really be a legitimate playoff team, a perennial playoff team. So I think Ron Rivera has the right mindset. He's not... He's not going after, he didn't go after any big free agents this offseason. He made some low-key moves with free agency. So I think he understands that this is going to be a process. And he, I think he actually does believe in Dwayne Haskins. So I, I think Ron Rivera is the right guy for the job. I agree. I think Ron Rivera is going to turn this team around. I want to transition to Chase Young. And by the way, I do think that due to the fact that Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are being brought in, that's going to bring the best out of guys like Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and that really good defensive line. Because last year, you guys had actually a very talented defensive front. You had some real players on that defense. You just never really got the most out of them due to coaching, in my opinion. But yeah, I want to zero in on Chase Young. I believe Chase Young is the best, you know, pass rusher to come out since Khalil Mack. I believe that he's better than the Bosa brothers. And I know some Redskins, sorry, Washington fans, um, excuse me, <laughs> I know some Washington fans wanted to trade down with that pick, but I kind of disagreed. I said that, look, you know, when you're picking number two overall, you need a game-changing type of player. And while trading down wouldn't have been a bad idea, I think Chase Young is the perfect fit for this team. You know, the way um, Ron Rivera likes to use the defensive line, I think he's a great fit. I think that he's going to really help turn around this defense. And you also have several other first-rounders on that defensive line that I believe are going to elevate because Chase Young is such a great player. I think that he's a special talent. He's going to really change that defense. Um, what are your thoughts on Chase Young? Oh, I love him. I love him. I'm, he's a hometown guy. He's from PG County, Maryland, from D.C. area, so I love it. Uh, he's a predator. I think, like you say, he's better than Bosa Brothers. And the funny thing is, Jack Del Rio, he coached Khalil Mack. He coached Vaughn Miller. Coach Julius Pepper. So, I mean, once again, history repeats itself. Chase Young should be definitely as good as Julius Peppers or, or, or even better than those guys. So, the sky is the limit for Chase Young. Um, teams wanted to tank for Chase Young. He's a predator. He's going to take over. I got him getting like nine sacks this year. He definitely should be defensive rookie of the year, and he's going to make Montez sweat better. I think he's the missing piece on this defensive front. I think they just need, they just needed one more thing. And, you know, we always compare our, our line to the Niners line. The Niners line had a lot of talent, a lot of first round picks, but they just needed that one more guy. They just needed the Joey Bosa to motivate and push everybody else. And I think Chase Young is going to be able to push the Bama guys and, and Jerome Payne and John Allen. Montez Sweat's going to get better. We still have Ryan Kerrigan. That's the crazy thing about it. We have five defensive linemen that can get to the quarterback, you know, and we still have some other guys on the bench like Tim Saddle and, uh, we got another pass rusher who's pretty good. I can't remember his name. But you, you got Ryan Kerrigan, Pro Bowl pass rusher. Uh, Montez Sweat had seven sacks last year. Chase Young, who's projected to be the next big thing, like a Julius Pepper. So I, I can't wait to see this defensive front. You know, it's a lot to talk about. We just got to see it on the field. I'm excited. We got better coaches. Jack Del Rio, who, who is a defensive guru, and, um, and, and Ron Rivera. Who's a defensive minded head coach. So this this defense it has the potential to be really really nasty this year. I can definitely see uh, Chase Young stripping strip sacking Danny fumbles, strip sacking Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. I can't I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. 
yeah, in the NFC East, there's some real quarterbacks. You know, I think Carson Wentz is a really talented quarterback. I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott fan, but he's won a lot of games. He nearly threw for 5,000 yards last year. And Daniel Jones showed some real flashes last year, too. So, yeah, I think that due to the fact that you got you got some real defensive front players, that's going to really affect those quarterbacks. I want to ask you this question, though. Do you think your Washington football team is going to have a top 10 defense this year? I believe it actually has a chance to be a top 10 defense. You know, we talk about the defensive line. Um, I know that... A lot of people are not super-duper high on the Darby and Fuller signings, but I think that those are decent decent signings. And listen, when you have a defensive line that is that ferocious and that good, led by the coaching of Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, your secondary does not need to be, you know, this shutdown unit. We look at guys like even Cole Holcomb. Uh, hopefully Ruben Foster pulls through this year and, 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 you know, get some playing time. Obviously, Hamilton's not a bad player. There's some real other talent on this defense. So I got to ask you this question, and be honest. You know, take your bias out. Do you think this defense can be a top 10 unit? I actually believe so. I believe so, too. Now, last year I made a video saying we're going to be a top five defense because we have Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, and Strom Payne, Don Allen, all the guys like that. And I just got a little too, too ahead of myself. So this year I don't want to make any projections. I just want to wait and see it on the field because every time we go out there and talk, it looks like we kind of fall flat on our face. Now, the big difference, of course, is you have a guy like Chase Young, which we didn't have uh, last year, and the defensive coordinator was really bad last year. Now, the, the our weakness, like you said, the secondary with Darby, who was, who was, you know, he had his bad moments on the Eagles, which I think every a lot of Eagles corners struggle in the Philadelphia Eagles offense, as you see, non be awesome. Well, you know, he was really good with the Raiders. And he went to the Eagles and struggled. Then you see Byron Maxwell, who was with the Seahawks. He went to the Eagles and he struggled. So I haven't seen a, a good corner from the Eagles probably since Asante Samuel. And, and that's what, 10 years, five, six years from, uh, years ago. So I won't, I'm trying not to hold that against Darby, but he is, he is a concern, you know, on an island against the NFC East wide receivers, you know, so he, he is a concern. Fuller is more of a slot, slot corner. He's good. He struggled a little bit with the Chiefs. He played safety and corner, so we'll see how he is. You know, it's been two years since he played at an elite level with the Redskins, and then uh, we got a guy named Jimmy Moreland, who's really young. He's a good buddy. He's a good corner. Has a lot of potential. Pretty small, but has a lot of potential. And uh, we got Fabian Moreau, who went to UCLA. He's, he's a pretty good corner. He's just injury prone. A lot of our corners are injury prone, so we're really, really thin at the corner position. That probably is our weakest spot. Uh, Landon Collins is really good. He's, he's considered a box safety, so he's not the best in coverage, but um, coming up and making tackles and, and rushing the passer, you know, you can blitz him a little bit here and there, so I'm excited to see him do that. And the free safety is Sean Davis. Free safety has been a question mark for this team for a little while. So um, second, secondary is probably our weakest position. Linebackers, like I said, Sean Dion Hamilton is pretty good. He just needs more playing time. We got the veteran in Thomas Davis is really good. Played for the Panthers a couple years ago. Played for the Chargers. Had a hundred something tackles last year. Is a Ron Rivera guy. So I, I like the linebackers. They're not great, but I like them. I give them about a B plus. And then the pass rush is probably A plus. So if you even that out, I would say at least top fifteen. But once again, I don't want to get into that. You know, if we can get to the quarterback, which we should be able to, we we can probably just rush four and get to the quarterback. You know, with Chase Young, Kerrigan, and all them guys. Um, but I, I just I don't want to project just yet because I, I felt flat on my face last year saying we're going to have a top five defense after we drafted Montez Sweat. Got it, got it. I believe in Montez Sweat a lot. I think he has a lot of potential. I think that he's going to really be helped out due to the fact that Chase Young is on the other side of him too. So, yeah, we'll see about that. Now, I want to zero in on the offense just a little bit right here. You know, I think this defense is going to be at least a comparable unit. Worst case scenario, they'll be at least able to get after the quarterback, create some turnovers maybe. The question really really lies on the offense. I think the most common fans recognize the talent of the defense. The question is the offense. Now, I believe in Dwayne Haskins. You know, I think that he's going to be a very good quarterback down the road. I think that he's going to have a solid year this year, you know. But, and, you know, we look at the running backs. The running back room is, is full with a lot of depth. You know, obviously you add Antonio Gibson in the draft from this past, from this year. I think that he's a good player. Obviously you have guys, you know, you have Adrian Peterson, even guys like J.D. McKissick, you know, and things of that nature. So this running back group has a lot of depth. I want to get your thoughts on that a little bit once I kind of, you know, finish making my point. And also you look at the wide receivers. I think Steven Sims has a chance to break out this year. He showed a lot of flashes. 
at the end of the year once he got actual playing time. I think that he's he can be a legit number two. Obviously, Terry McLaurin has all the potential in the world. I believe that I believe that he's gonna be a star. Um, I really like the AGG draft pick now. Kelvin Harmon recently tore his ACL, so that does affect the depth of this team a little bit. Um, so that could be a concern. And, and you know, there's not really a true tight end on this team that I feel great about. I think that Fab Moss, the guy that you guys, the guy you, excuse me, the undrafted kid out of LSU, he, he, I think he has some talent. You know, obviously there's some other guys in that tight end room too. But yeah, talk about this offense. I think that. If Dwayne Haskins can make about three to four really good throws each game, this offense can actually complement this defense and win some games. So what are your thoughts on the offense? You know, obviously I think that they're going to run the football. Ron Rivera likes to run the football a lot. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on the offense? Um, it's a work in progress. There's a lot of young guys. Like you said, Steve Sims is a second-year guy. He was an undrafted free agent. Um, Terry McLaurin, he's a, he's a beast. I think he's going to be all pro before it's all said and done. Um, he was incredible last year, and he had to play with three different quarterbacks, and he still was getting the job done. So Terry McLaurin has elite potential. Um, he's great. I mean, <laughs> he's super fast. Can make a lot of contested. He made a lot of contested catches last year. Uh, I don't think he was stopped by anybody last year. I think the only the only way he was stopped early was by our offense, our quarterback play. Um, if he stays healthy the whole year, he should easily get a thousand yards and, and probably be making the Pro Bowl this season coming up. Uh, Steve Sims, I love Steve Sims Jr. I, I can't wait to see him play. He's super fast. He's a great punt returner, great kick returner. Uh, he's a great slot receiver. He's real twitchy. Can make a lot of guys miss. Um, I, I can't wait to see him play. He's been working hard this offseason. He has great chemistry with Dwayne Haskins as well. Shows him great. He has some great games against the Eagles. And the Giants last year, and had a great game against the Cowboys in that last game. So I'm ready to see him play. Uh, AGG is a beast as well. He's a tall guy, makes a lot of contested catches. Not the fastest guy, but he's a great route runner, great hands. Uh, was a gymnastic star. He finished a Rubik's Cube. Uh, he bowled a perfect game. I mean, the guy is a great guy on and off the field. He's a smart kid. So I'm excited to see him play fourth round pick. He was a dude. He was probably the biggest steal of the draft on a lot of draft boards, and a lot of draft experts said that about EGG. So he's gonna be a good receiver. Our wide receiver room is a concern as well. It's kind of how our secondary is a concern. I think our wide receiver room is better than our secondary room, but you know, Calvin Armentier is ACL. Cody Latimer with the legal situation. Um. You know, that's two guys who might not even be available for the season. So we really only have, you know, two legit receivers in Steve Sims and Terry McLaurin. And then EGG is a rookie, so who knows what's going to happen with him. You know, he might be a slow developer or he might, you know, get it done coming out of the gate, you know, as a rookie. And then other than that, you got Trey Quinn and Cam Sims. So um, I think I think we need to sign a receiver. I know the only guy who I think would be available because, you know, Antonio – Antonio Clowns just got suspended eight games, and I wouldn't bring him in anyway. I would bring in possibly maybe Josh Gordon to help out this offense. I know he has his issues off the field, and I know they're not testing for, you know, for reefer anymore. So I would take a look at Josh Gordon for a one-year deal. Um, Antonio Gibson is really good out of Memphis. Uh, running back and wide receiver, dual-threat guy, very versatile, quick, speedy, six foot two, breaks a lot of tackles. He's real twitchy too. He is a great punt returner and a kick returner too. So he's a jack of all trades. He's gonna play. He's gonna be playing all over the field. He might even play a little bit tight end. He's gonna play all over the field. He's a big guy, strong guy. So I can't wait to see Antonio Gibson play too. Um, Scott Turner loves guys like you know. The, the, the comparison is Christian McCaffrey. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself and say he's gonna be like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, maybe I can see Percy Harvin or Debo Samuel. A lot of comparisons to that too. So. Um, I'm excited to see Antonio Gibson. He's going to add a different element to this team, a lot of explosiveness, explosiveness to this offense that we need really badly. Uh, running back room, a lot of running backs. Geis has, has not been able to stay healthy. Uh, he's only played five games out of 32 games in, in two seasons. He's only played five games. And then Bryce Love is healthy now. He, he's been cleared to play. We've been waiting on Bryce Love to play. Adrian Peterson is always healthy. He's just old. I love Adrian Peterson. And uh, we got J.D. McKissick, who's not bad, and Peyton Barber, who's probably not going to make the team. So we got a lot of running backs, a lot of running backs. We need another receiver. Tight end, like you said, 
is probably the worst. We got we probably have the worst tight end room in the league. It's probably thirty two out of thirty two teams. It's awful. It's really bad in my opinion. Um, Sprinkle can't catch. Um, I I, I want to give him one more year, and that, that's it. But I like Thad Moss a lot. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna say he's gonna play like his dad or anything like that. But he had forty catches in his senior year or junior year at LSU and no drops. So that, he got that from his dad. His dad never dropped passes. So I'll give Thad Moss that. He stepped up in the national championship game. Had two touchdowns in that game. Had a touchdown against Oklahoma in the final four games. So he stepped up in big situations. Hell, there's another guy named Hell Inches. He's an undrafted free agent out of Alabama. He played last year. He caught a touchdown against the Giants. So we have some low-key guys who have potential. But we have no legitimate threat at tight end. And that, that's really bad for a young quarterback like Dwayne. He needs a tight end that he can rely on. That when things break down or, you know, you just need somebody to check down to, you can go right to your big target or tight end. And Dwayne Haskins doesn't really have that right now. And uh, outside of Terry McLaurin and Steve Sims and AGG, who's a rookie, doesn't really have many receiver threats as well. So it, it is going to be tough for Dwayne Haskins coming up this year. I'm not going to make a whole bunch of excuses for the guy and, and guys who can never stay healthy. So if, if people actually stay healthy this year, and that can help Dwayne Haskins, and he could probably throw maybe twenty or twenty or more touchdowns this season. So the offense is young. We got a lot of guys who have to mature and, and stay healthy. But if they if they stay healthy and click, we already lost Calvin Harmon to ACL injury. So if that we were hoping that's the only the last injury we see on the offense, not on wood. So if guys can stay healthy and and, and grow together and develop, the offense would be really really good under under Scott Turner. Now, Ed, I want to ask you this question. How many games do you think you guys are going to win? I actually know the answer because I watched your um, preview video uh, about a month ago when you made it. But, yeah, I personally kind of am on the same side as you. I at least see this team doubling their win total, meaning they won three games last year. I can see about six or seven wins. I really do think this team can win six or seven games, and that's actually not near the bottom of the league. When you talk about bad teams, we look at the Bengals last year. They won two games, you know. When you're a bad team, that's usually in the, the two to three to four win range. I think Washington actually is not all that bad. You know, I think this team has some real talent. I think that in the NFL, when you win five to six, seven games, that means you're fairly competitive and just a couple of things didn't go your way. You're about a year or two away, maybe from contention. Maybe you give it, maybe you get a couple extra pieces to the team and you can maybe win some extra games. But yeah, I don't think this team is a playoff team this year. I don't think most realistic fans believe that as well. But yeah, I think this team can win six to seven games. I think that that's very realistic. I think this this defense can actually be a top ten unit, like I mentioned earlier. And I did a I made an episode on um Chase Young talking about how he'll make the Washington football team's defense elite. And I did a little bit of studying, and I said and I saw that the top ten defenses as far as points per game were allowed last year. All of those teams except one won eight games. The only team that did not win eight games was the Denver Broncos. And they had washed up, not very good Joe Flacco starting a bunch of games for them. So I think this team can actually get to six or seven wins, you know, based on this defense and just running the football. And Dwayne Haskins just taking care of the football. And that's one thing I like about Dwayne Haskins. Once, you know, Jay Gruden got fired, he stopped turning the turning the football over. He was efficient. He was accurate. He made some good throws. So I think this team can run the football. They'll be serviceable on offense. And the defense can mainly just overwhelm some teams, you know. Um, I have a schedule in front of me right here. We'll kind of maybe dive into that a little bit. You know, I think that Ron Rivera is going to, you know, turn this team around eventually. You know, I think that he's going to improve this team. So what are your thoughts on this on this team? How many wins do you think they're going to win? How many wins do you think this team's going to get this year? Um, yeah, I got six. I got six, and that's that's a big improvement from last year. That's doubling the win total, going from three to six. So um, it's just we, we have a young team. Our leaders are young. We have young. Uh, Tim McLaurin is young. Geis is young. Uh, on defense, our best player is Chase Young, probably already, and he's a rookie. So we're relying on a lot of young guys. Don't We don't have a lot of veteran leadership. And I'm not going to say a team that was 3-13 and 13 last year is going to make a leap and go, you know, 10-6 and six or 11-5, 12-4. That would be um, being a homer or being biased. You know, for the, for for the team, for the foot, for the Washington football team. So I, I understand, and, and we have a new coach. It's a new coach, new playbook, new offensive coordinator, a lot of new things. 
and um, it's going to be you know no no off season, no mini camp, no you know no OTAs or anything like that. So um, that stunts a little that, that does stun the development of a young quarterback. So yeah, you got to understand with all these things going on. I think I think six and ten, you know, and we I, I have a you know we're going to be we have to go we got we got to go we got to go to Philly. The schedule the schedule is tough. The schedule is tough. You got to go to Philly. You got to go. You got to go to San Fran. San Fran was in the Super Bowl last year. You got to go to Dallas, which is not going to be easy to win. Um, and there's some other tough games. We play the Ravens this year. We play the Steelers with Big Ben if Big Ben is healthy. So um, we didn't get we didn't get any favors in the schedule this year. So we got to go to to Arizona and play Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. So uh, like I said, we, got, we just got a young quarterback. And this year is about developing Dwayne Haskins, getting him better. Um, seeing, you know, we're going to have more cap space with Alex Smith leaving next summer. So this year is kind of a see, seeing what we have, you know, kind of year. We got a lot of, got a lot of guys on one year deals like Darby and, uh, Cody Latimer and Sean Davis free safety on a one year deal. So this year is kind of like a trial year. So seeing if we're going to keep Adrian Peterson, it's just a lot of what ifs. You know, this year we don't have any. Con- We're not a team that is is uh, set up already for playoff success just yet. We're a team that's still developing. You got a second year quarterback who only started nine games last year. Doesn't even have a full season under his belt. Um, so it, it's a lot of a lot. We're relying on a lot of young guys. I think with experience, maybe twenty twenty one, we can make the leap. You know, under Ron Rivera. You know, going in the right direction with Jack Del Rio and Scott Turner. I think next year is the year where, hey, we can say, okay, we made improvements. We won six games. Let's try to, you know, go from six to nine, seven, eight, ten wins. Let's do that, you know. So I think 2020, I think 2021 is the year where we make that leap. Not this year, but next year. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I think this team is going to show improvement. And yeah, I think that. Honestly, most, you know, fans would be, you know, sort of somewhat satisfied with the six or seven win season because that's some improvements from a three and 13 season last year. And obviously you guys got Chase Young out of that. So that's pretty, you know, that should make you happy. But yeah, you, do you think that, do you think that six or seven wins would be a successful season? Oh, definitely for sure. I mean, going from three to three and 13 to six and 10 is doubling the wins. And, um, you still get a pretty good draft pick. You, you're still going to draft in the top. 10 or 15, so you can help out Haskins by getting another offensive lineman or getting another uh, wide receiver, you know. If, if Jamar Chase from LSU somehow folds to, like, the 8th or ninth or 10th pick, then, wow, you're going to have Terry McLaurin and Jamar Chase, the wide receiver at LSU, next in, in 2021. So that would be pretty darn good, you know. So 6 and 10 would be a huge improvement from 3 and 13. In, in, Six and ten, you know, the games that you lose, you know, if you if you're close in those games and show promise, like say if you lose to the Cowboys by like three points or lose to the Niners by five or to the Seahawks. We play the Seahawks or Russell Wilson say if you're losing games close and not getting blown out of the water like forty to ten or something like that, then you're showing improvement against the better teams. Now the games that we should win is games like bang we play the Bengals. We should be winning those games. If we're if we're if we're like five and eleven and we're getting blown out in, in majority of the games, then that that's just like okay, here we're not we didn't get better, you know. So I, I do want to see the scores of the games too and how the games play out too. So, but um, six and ten would definitely be a bigger improvement. Gotcha, gotcha. Now um, I have a, I have like two final topics to talk about. I just want to get your thoughts on the controversial owner named Daniel Snyder. Now, I don't think Snyder's a great owner. I just don't. You know, I think that most fans can agree about that, you know. But I think that, you know, when we look at this team, you know, I think that Ron Rivera is the right coach to lead this team. I think that Daniel Snyder realized that, hey, what I've been doing is not kind of working. So I need to fire Bruce Allen. I need to get in a new medical staff. I need to bring in a leader like Ron Rivera. So I think that the fans should be calmly optimistic about the team led by Daniel Snyder. What are your thoughts on the moves that he's made recently? And is the team more so on the rise, you know, based on the moves they made? Uh, I think Snyder is actually making some of the best decisions that he ever made. I mean, him getting rid of, you know, the coach before and getting rid of Bruce Allen. I mean, those are huge moves because, 
people were, there was a hashtag fire Bruce Allen. That was going on for the past two to three years. You know, he finally cut ties with that guy. And, uh, we still haven't hired a GM. So Dan still is, Dan is still bad in my opinion. I, I can't lie. I would, I would love for him to sell the team too. And, uh, I really thought that article that came out was going to force him to sell because of all the rumors that were coming out, you know, some crazy, crazy rumors that came out before the article, um, was actually posted. But I think this, Dan has, Dan has actually made some right decisions. Bringing in Ron Rivera was a smart move because he, he knows that we need a culture change. Uh, Bruce Allen saying that the culture was pretty damn good was, was a, was a damn, it was a lie. You know, we had the Trent Williams situation and, um, a lot of things were, mis- were mishandled, um, by the previous uh, regime with Bruce Allen, you know, the whole Kirk Cousins debacle. I mean, there's, there's so many things I can go on and on about, about Bruce Allen, you know, Scott McClellan being fired, who was actually a good GM for us. So there's so many things I can say about that. And we know how bad Dan is. It's time for Dan to go. Dan is, is, he's compared to the Knicks owner. Him and James Dolan are probably the two, worst owners in sports, but the thing about Dan is that Dan is, he's really passionate about football. He really wants to win. He just wants to win his way, which is bad. And you can say Jerry Jones is a bad owner too. He gets in the way of winning games. They haven't won. The, the Cowboys haven't won, haven't been to the NFC Championship in the past, what, 20, 25, 30 years. So, uh, you can say Jerry Jones is a bad owner too. So, but yeah, Dan, he just wants to win. I think he's learning his lesson now. He needs to step back and just let the football guys Handle football as long as he steps back and lets Ron Rivera handle his thing and make his decisions and hire a GM like Jack Del Rio do his thing and uh, our um, player personnel guy Kyle Smith make the uh, executive decisions on on uh, signing players, releasing players, the roster. I think I think we should be in the right direction. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. And also, you know, I think that the last couple of years, your team has actually drafted pretty well. You know, this draft was a, was a success. In my opinion, the 2019 draft was a very good success. Obviously, not even trading up to go get Dwayne Haskins. I believe in the kid. I think he's going to be very good. So, yeah, I think that this team has made some solid strides. And Snyder has slowly gotten better. But, yeah, we'll see. Only time will tell about Daniel Snyder and this team. Now, this this is the final topic we'll talk about. Um, obviously, I think that you kind of recognize that, you know, your, your Washington football team is kind of rebuilding. I think the Giants are definitely rebuilding. I think both those teams will be near the bottom of the division. Um, but yeah, I want, I want to get your thoughts on, you know, Philadelphia and Dallas, just as an NFC East guy, you know, you cover the, the team a little bit on your channel, you know, the Washington football team. Personally, I think the Eagles are going to repeat as division winners this year. I think Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson are the best quarterback and coach duo in in that division right now. And I think that, you know, last year with all the injuries that they had, I don't think Philadelphia is going to be as injured as they were last year. You know, I don't think that they're going to have as many injuries as they had last year. And they still won the division despite all those crazy injuries. I think Dallas is talented, but they were talented last year. And I don't think the defense is all that great. They lost Byron Jones. They lost, you know, Robert Quinn. and I don't quite see it with Dallas. I know some people have them as a playoff team. Personally, right now, I'm not so sure about that. So I think Philadelphia still wins the division, probably around 10 and 6 or 11 and 5. You know, what are your thoughts on, you know, who actually wins the division? Just talk about that. Cowboys or Eagles? Uh, I agree with you. I think the Eagles win. And I, I hate both teams. I can't stand both teams. I really can't. But uh, I got the Eagles. I think I think Carson Wentz is he's just a better quarterback than Dak, not by much. But um, like you said, they were talented. The Cowboys were they were talented last year. I know they had better coaching this year, but I think they're going to choke again. Whenever it becomes November, December, that's where they start to choke and and lose games. You know, they might start out hot like they did last year, maybe three and zero or three and one, and then once it gets cold, man, they just they just don't know how to how to handle the cold. How to handle the cold weather and then under pressure, just like Tony Romo. Tony Romo used to always choke. Dak is now going to choke. He's going to choke. So I just see that happening now. The Eagles, I, they're they're flawed as well. Like you said, the, the Cowboys defense led Robert, Robert Quinn wall, led Byron Jones wall. Their secondary is still bad. And they really, really wanted Jamal Adams. They ended up not getting Jamal Adams. I think that hurt them as well. Um, so their secondary is pretty weak. They have Ha Ha Clint Dix, who's pretty awful. He can't tackle. Um, so, and then the, the Eagles, I think the Eagles are going to win again. It's going to be, it's going to be another ugly year for the NFC. I think it's going to be like, like you said, 10 and 6. They're going to win the division. 
Um, I think Carson Wentz will find some way to win somehow. Um, but the Eagles, they have their fault. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I'm going to sit there. I'll say I won't be surprised if the Cowboys do win the division because the Eagles are very injury prone. Deshaun Jackson is not reliable. Alshon Jeffrey is not reliable at the wide receiver position. And, um, and, uh, they got Miles Sanders, who's a really good running back. But I, I can see because the injury bug is already hitting the Eagles. They're, they're guard. Brandon Brooks is already out for the season. So that's a big blow to their offensive line. I know they got Jason Peters, but he's old. He's probably like what, 40 years old, something like that. So, um, and their secondary is, I know they got Darius Slay, but their secondary still needs some work with, with the safety position and the other corners on the field. So I, I could see, I could see the Eagles do have the best, they have a better defensive line than, um, of course the Cowboys. But I, I think, I think somehow Carson Wentz is, just finds a way to win down the stretch. Yep. Yep. Well. Ed, that's pretty much all the topics I got right here. Anything else you want to plug in, you know, before we get out of here? This was fun, man. Oh, definitely, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to see Hazard. I can't wait to see Chase Young uh, sack Danny Fumbles. It's going to be great, man. Um, I'm excited for the season. I really hope we have a season. I know um, MLB is struggling right now, but they're still playing games. I think, I think we're just going to have it because money rules all in the owner's <laughs> they want that money, man. So I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna find a way to play the season. Now there's gonna be some ugly games because you know, say Pat Mahomes gets the virus, you know they're gonna have to play their backup, or say the Eagles, you know, say Carson Wentz gets the virus, then you know Jalen Hurts is gonna play. So um, I'm excited for the season, man. I can't wait. We definitely got to do this again. Um, we're gonna watch this Wizards versus Nets game in the bubble, man. And uh, I think my Wizards are gonna win. Jamal Crawford's not playing, so I, I got my Wizards winning. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I per- personally, for me, I'm, I'm waiting till next year for my Nets when Kevin Durant, Kyrie come back healthy. Maybe we get Bradley Beal. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. We're not letting that happen. Hell, heck no. Nah, you gotta give us, you gotta, you gotta give us a, whatever the Seahawks got for, I mean, whatever the Jets got for Jamal Adams, it's gotta be a trade like that. <laughs> we'll see, man. Yeah, appreciate you ever coming on, man. Once again, go check out Ed Oliver. You know, on YouTube, just type in Washington Football Team Ed Oliver. He comes up right there, and he he does some good videos. You know, he's a good content creator. And yeah, man, Ed, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, we'll put this out and and all that good stuff. So yeah, thank you. Anytime, man. Appreciate appreciate you having me on. Yep. Thank you so much for watching this video today. Please also note that the Juice Alert Sports Podcast is not just a YouTube channel. It is available on all podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this content with all your friends. This podcast is my favorite thing in the entire world right now. It is my passion. I want more people to listen to this podcast. I really want this podcast to grow. Also, a fun fact about me is that I want to go into the sports broadcasting and media world once I graduate from the University of Toledo, a college in Northern Ohio. I currently am a freshman there right now. I am looking to become one of the next great sports broadcasters and analysts out in the world. And I potentially would like to start my own network if this podcast really truly grows, or if I fall short of that goal, I would love to work for a big time network like ESPN or Fox Sports 1. I am open to all networks. So if you believe in my dreams and you see or hear my passion through the screen, be sure to tell all your friends about the Juice Alert Sports Podcast. Stay motivated, you guys. Have a God-blessed day, and I'm out. <laughs>